Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's a lot of sexiness in this book, too. Good. I really like that. More than From Life on the Leash, if I recall. Yes. Why did you go in this direction? Um, because, <laughs> you want me to blush? <laughs> what am I allowed to say and not say? Welcome to the Public Library Podcast. Shh, sorry. Here's your host and podcast librarian, award-winning poet, future best-selling author, and host of one of the most listened-to radio shows in America, Helen Little. Hello, book lovers. Welcome to another episode of the Public Library Podcast. Today's guest is Victoria Shade. She is back on the show with us. Her new book is called Who Rescued Who? Welcome back to the show. I am so happy to be here with you. Same, same. Okay, in full disclosure, Victoria and I, since the last podcast, have become great friends. Yes, my mimosa buddy. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we, we get together, we talk reading, we talk writing with a couple of other people who have also been on the show, and it's like a lot of fun. So it is especially nice to have you back. It's going to be a great conversation. I'm excited. So tell us what Who Rescued Who is about. Oh, well, it is a fish out of water story about a woman named Elizabeth who lost her job and in a pretty embarrassing fashion. And at about the same time, she realized that she had relatives in the UK that she didn't know about, an aunt and uncle. And she also discovered she had an inheritance there. So she thinks, like, I'm just going to, you know, jot over, jaunt over there really quickly, collect my inheritance, and come home. Well, while she's there, she literally stumbles upon this needy little puppy and discovers that her aunt and uncle have needs of their own, and this quick trip becomes something else. It does become something else. What inspired this story? Oh, gosh. Um, Social media, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dogs are my brand, if you've read anything that I've written. But I'm fascinated by how tethered we are to our phones and how we rely on them so much. So this character started taking shape in my head. This woman who is a micro-influencer who looks really, really great on social media. But the reality is she doesn't know how to connect to people in real life. Right. So you've got this, you know, incredible persona, but the reality behind it is something completely different. So that was taking shape. And at the same time, I thought, wouldn't it be interesting to write a character who doesn't know dogs? Because, you know, dogs are everything to me. Right. But to get in someone else's head where they have no idea, like, how to interact with them and what their body language means and how interesting it would be to kind of live in that space for a while. And that's how it came to be. So how was that space for you, considering that that's not who you are? You know, it wasn't as hard as you would think, partially because I have worked with people that are like that. In my career as a dog trainer, I have worked with people who you know, love the idea of dogs and bring home their first puppy. And then they're like, well, they bite and they make, (laughs) they make, you know, they have accidents all over the house. So there's this waking up period where they're acclimating to what having a a puppy is like. And then also their, their reticence, I guess, with a puppy that's kind of mouthy and this fear that like, is this dog vicious? Is this Mm. normal? So in working with those kind of people, I, I, I imbued Elizabeth with a lot of that. 
What did you like most about writing Elizabeth? Oh, she was a little bit tough. She's she's not the warmest person at the outset. Mm-hmm. And I've had a couple people say, I didn't love her at first. And that's okay. You're not right. supposed to because she's a product of an emotionally withholding family and some loss early in life. So it makes sense if you kind of see where she's coming from. Um, but as far as writing her, I liked her journey. I liked where she ended up. Right. Reinvention. I didn't think she was unlikable, though, at all. Oh, I good. just felt, I kind of felt empathy for her. But I'm I'm an empathetic person, so that's where I na- naturally went to first. It's like, oh, that's how I felt. Especially good. because, you know, she starts out with a little bit of bad luck. And yeah. you tell a really good story in this book. And the characters are people that I cared about. Rowan and Trudy, Harriet, Reed, and of course, James, along with Elizabeth, whose voice came out of nowhere and surprised you as a writer. Oh, that is such a good question. Um, probably Reed. Oh, I liked yeah. him. He's he's a surprise. No spoilers. None. Um, <laughs> well, there's a lot of sexiness in this book, too. Good. I really like that. More than From Life on the Leash, if I recall. Yes. Why did you go in this direction? Um, because... Do <laughs> <laughs> you want me to blush? <laughs> what am I allowed to say and not say? Um, I, I felt like the story deserved it. Yeah, it did. You know, there yeah. there was a, a burgeoning relationship, and I felt that it made sense to kind of share this nuance of relationship that Elizabeth didn't have a lot of experience with. Yeah. You know, and let's let's be um, let's peek in on what they're doing. That's so interesting because I thought the same thing. I said she's not done this a lot until yeah. now. No. <laughs> well, she wasn't a virgin. No, I didn't get that. Right. But you know, if when you don't connect, there's probably not a lot of connection. Yeah. yeah, it's skin, just skin sex. connection. It's, well, yeah. it's just sex. This is a different level. Yeah. So your book was also filled with quite a bit of cleverness. I love the siren, the stitch, and the wardrobe, for example. Thank you. What was the most fun thing about writing this book in general? Um, being in England, because I'm a total Anglophile. Did you go? Well, I spent a semester in England in college okay. and fell in love. That was the beginning of the love affair. And did a, I mean, I've been back many times since. And then we did a research trip, my husband and I. <gasps> nice. Yeah. And and a lot of the stuff that happened during that trip found its way into the book. Well, I've, I thought, how does she know this British slang so well? Uh, it was all throughout the book. Is that when you learned it on the trip? How did that happen? Partly partly being there for so much time. And, you know, my goal while I was there, along with my, my very best friend in the world, was to become part of the community rather than experience it as like a student and a foreigner we worked really hard to integrate ourselves into the community we had our favorite little pub we were regulars okay so that kind of exposure um, really helped and then just the fact that I love the culture and I'm a student of language too yeah um, yeah it's all there did you stay in a small village not a village like Fargrove okay I was in a suburb of London I really felt like I was there that was really cool about reading the book it was it seemed so very real to me well that was a goal thank you even though Fargrove is fictitious I wanted you to feel like you could pack up and take a train and wind up there for a long weekend yeah I wanted to go there well we're going to take a break but let's do a reading from who rescued who I would love to all right tell your book club to hang on for a second the public library podcast will continue in a moment 
Hi, this is Monica Berg, author of Rethink Love, and you're listening to the Public Library Podcast with Helen Little, a place to check out books. We are back on the Public Library Podcast. My guest today, Victoria Shade, author of Who Rescued Who? Okay, as a grammar freak, you know that drove me crazy a little bit. Did anybody else point that out to you? Oh my God, yes. (laughs) And it's so hard for me to not be like, listen. That's the way we say it in rescue. Like, have you seen the bumper stickers, Who Rescued Who, with the paw print? I have not. Oh, they're they're very popular. You'll start seeing them now that I've mentioned it. But yes, I have gotten some flack from people, the grammar police, and I yeah. try and respond very politely. They're right. It is whom. But uh, but I, I but to me, I think more people say it that way, too. Yeah. Language is evolving. Yes. So what are you going to read for us today? So I'm going to read from chapter two, and this is shortly after Elizabeth was fired, and she's licking her wounds and realizing that likes and hearts from strangers aren't really helping to soothe her, and maybe she needs a real connection with someone. Okay. So she reaches out to her former colleague. Okay. Exhale stress, inhale serenity. Elizabeth chanted as she waited for Whitney to pick up. The mantra did nothing to calm her, but she repeated it to keep from thinking too much about what she was doing. She crossed and uncrossed her legs and tried to find a comfortable position on the couch before her friend answered. Whitney Brinkman was the closest she had to a bestie, even though their time together was confined to office hours and the rare networking cocktail parties. No one at Duchess used their phone to call unless it was a servers are down emergency. Elizabeth tried to imagine what Whitney was thinking as her name flashed on the screen. She straightened her posture and took another not-calming breath. Elizabeth! What's wrong? Whit, hey, nothing's wrong. She forced cheer into her voice. I was just thinking about you and I thought I'd call. I, uh, I, I miss you. Aw, how cute! That's adorable. I miss you too, girl! Whitney's voice was a roller coaster of inflection and added syllables, so the word girl almost sounded like gorilla. How are things? I mean, can you talk? Actually, I can't. You know how it is. Ugh, annoying. Elizabeth could almost hear the eye roll. So what's up? I was actually hoping we could hang soon. I could use a friendly face, you know? I'm feeling sort of bleak these days, she sniffled. I'm going to Black's Coffee tomorrow, and I thought maybe we could meet for a quick coffee? Her voice trembled like she was a fifth grader talking to a crush. Just to catch up, I promise we won't talk about Duchess. Oh, fun! Elizabeth waited for an actual yes or no during an awkward silence. Do, um, do you think you can? I'm flexible. I can be there at any time. She squeezed her eyes shut as she realized how desperate she sounded. I've got something in the morning, but any time after 10 works for me. Whitney paused. Hey, can I call you right back in, like, two minutes? Sure, I'm around. Cool, bye! Whitney was still saying the word when the call disconnected. Elizabeth threw her phone on the couch and imagined sitting across from Whitney at Black's Coffee. It didn't matter that Whitney was a monologist who forgot that Elizabeth also had a life. She just wanted a hug and a single comforting word. In the three weeks since her sacking, she'd come to understand why shunning was a weapon. I love that. Thank you for the reading. Happy to. I love the acting, acting too, because that makes it, it makes it so much more interesting. It really does. And it's funny because I know Whitney. Mm. Oh, Whitney. Whitney's like a Kardashian wannabe. Yeah, I, I, I've, I know the type. Yeah. <laughs> so your book really makes the reader travel. That's one thing I liked most about it. 
What was the journey you set out to take people on when you were writing this book? The journey was one of self-awareness, I think. I mm-hmm. mean, obviously, recognizing the power of, of the love of a dog is a huge part of it. But also, I wanted people to take a little introspection and, and think about their, their cell phone usage. Right. Think about how often they're more worried about getting the shot than being in the moment. That's a huge part of it. Tell me about the dog characters as well, because they all had their own personality. So when you're writing a human character, you know, we, we can distinguish who they are. But the dogs also had their own doganality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love that. I love that word. Um, and who was your favorite? I, 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 I know the answer to this one because oh. that was my favorite. It, had, it might surprise you. It might well, surprise me. I think... Georgina. I was going to say Georgina. Yeah. I loved her from the door. Yeah, she's she was an, an obnoxious, typical little puppy that completely caught Elizabeth off guard because she didn't understand, you know, the ways of the puppy. But she was the sweetest little thing. It was reiterated that Georgina was Elizabeth's dog. She's yours best all throughout the book. Yeah. Do most dogs really align or connect with one person like Georgina did with Elizabeth and kind of stay there? You know, it's it's dog specific, I think. Okay. There are a lot of dogs that that have their favorite person in the household, but sometimes that can shift too depending okay. on the situation. Okay. But in our household, each of our dogs have a favorite, you know, two people, really? two dogs, and we always joke, I'm like this is not how it's going down in the divorce. You know, like <laughs> this is not the division of dogs. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. Um, I have a friend, uh I actually haven't seen the dog or her in a while. Um but she had a Portuguese water dog, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of people in the household, but that was her dog, mm-hmm. and he knew that he was her dog. And she had dog walkers that would come in, so it's not like they always spent all this time together. She traveled a lot and was very busy, but he knew who she was. Mm-hmm. He knew who I was, too, and when I would walk him, he's like, you're not my person, <laughs> but I like you. But You'll do. Yeah, but it was, it was just so interesting to watch that. Well, there's a magical connection that happens a lot of times, and that's a big part of the book as well. Yeah. You know, Elizabeth was resistant to the magic of the love of a puppy, but um, yeah, there's really something special that happens. Art is also a big mm-hmm. backdrop in your book. I kept thinking about the Barnes Museum in Philadelphia. Did you include that because you're a fan of art? Yes, I'm a huge fan of art. Okay. I'm a big art nerd. Okay. okay Hopefully okay. that that kind of shines through as well. Um, one of the characters, well, I guess I can, that's not a spoiler. I can mention that Rowan, um, the, the surprise that he has was directly influenced by Andrew Wyeth and his Helga ah. series. So any art nerds out there, you know, it was this huge surprise that this, this landscape painter all of a sudden became unearthed this treasure trove of, of portraits of this oh. woman that no one knew about. So I was really inspired by that. Fascinating. Yeah, I love art. Now, one of the things that I thought was really cool was the celebration of of Rowan, Elizabeth's uncle, who is the painter. They had this big party, and everyone dressed as a theme from one of his paintings. Is that something else you also borrowed? No, that was just I love that writer's brain. Thank you. Well, they weren't all from his paintings. It was just creative landscape cocktail was the dress code. So any landscape painter could be represented. Okay. Yeah. That was still cool, though. Thank you. I like. I would like to go to a party like that. Me too. Yeah. Let's do it. I was going to say. Hey, <laughs> come on. <laughs> so we're Inside gonna t- joke. <laughs> we're going to take one more break, and then I've got a few more questions if you've got some time. I sure do. Quiet down. 
And hold on. The Public Library Podcast will continue in a moment. Hi, this is Haru Patar, author of Somewhere in Brooklyn, and you're listening to the Public Library Podcast with Helen Little, a place to check out books. We are back on the Public Library Podcast with Victoria Shade, author of Who Rescued Who. This has been a wonderful conversation. Always fun hanging out with you, though. Oh, it's over. Not quite. I've got some more questions. <laughs> Yay. Yes. What are you reading right now? Oh, gosh. I am reading everything. I have a stack next to my bed that's embarrassing. But uh, I'm reading something really fun. It's called The Art of Nothing. I think I got that right. And it's a... Um, compilation of mutts it's a comic strip oh wow and it's uh 25 years of of the artist's work in this big hardcover book and it's if you know mutts you know that it's a celebration of pets and relationship and foster rescue and all that good stuff it's really awesome oh that's cool what came first for you the love of writing or the love of dogs oh gracious uh i don't know if i can remember back that far (laughs) You can remember back that far. It's not that far back. (laughs) That's why I love you. Um, (laughs) Always propping me up. Um, I I would say it was pretty hand-in-hand because I've I've always been a storyteller. I've always enjoyed making things up, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, a nice way of saying I'm a good liar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, um, yeah, puppies, we got our first dog when I was, even remember how old but I kind of nominated myself to be the dog trainer of the household as a child I've wow. never been to a class just decided like I think I'm going to teach Sasha a thing or two yeah oh so. wow what kind of dog was it she was a mix she was a little okay. Lhasa Apso mix <gasps> oh, I love that. but she was short fur it's so weird it was like she was a lab shrunken down oh wow yeah. we talked about the fact that you spent some time in England yeah. to research this book did you drive while you were there? <laughs> I did not, but my husband did. Well, <laughs> driving on the British side of the road was in your story, and I had a situation where I panicked. There's a place in the story where Elizabeth has to do that, mm-hmm. and I once had a mishap driving a moped on the opposite side of the road oh. from where we are here. No one got hurt. Okay. It just was going down the wrong side of the road, <laughs> and they're blowing their horns like, you stupid yes. American. Um, have you ever been in the situation like Elizabeth was? Driving on the opposite side of the street. Yes. So this trip that we took to England two years ago, I think, um, my husband was doing a fantastic job driving a a stick shift on the wrong side of the road. Yeah, he was killing it. So we were in Bath, and we were going to meet with a beekeeper. There's a beekeeper in the the story. I was curious about that, too. I'm like, how does she know these things? Well, my husband's also a beekeeper. So, yeah, I've got it in the backyard. Uh, and I do look for pollen pants, I'll have you know. I want to see pollen pants. <laughs> I'll send you a picture. Okay. Um, so anyway, we're driving on these these narrow roads to go meet this beekeeper. And all of a sudden, it looks like a one-lane road, and there's someone barreling straight for us, one of these lorry trucks. And you might have to edit this out, but his genuine expression of fear and mortification and we're going to die was, and I quote, Oh, my God, my butt. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Your husband said that? (laughs) I think he meant to say, like, I'm about to poop my pants with fear or something. I laughed until I cried for 20 minutes straight because I knew exactly what he meant. Yeah. Oh, my God, my butt. (laughs) 
And I don't have to edit that out. Okay, good. But, but it's okay. He might kill me for telling the story, but he it was might. just such a genuinely funny moment. It still makes me laugh to this day. Just tell him you don't want to listen to this one. <laughs> Skip it. It wasn't very good. So what's next for you? What do you have up your sleeve? Are you already working on the next book? I already know the answer. Yeah, the next book is done. Um, it's already turned in, and it draws from my experiences working on TV sets because I've been the the puppy bowl wrangler for mm-hmm. the past 15, 14 years, and I've done you know worked on commercials, and I was on a, a series for two years in front of the camera on Animal Planet. So the next book draws from all of that, and it's really fun. And I can't wait to read it. Yay! Yes, I did. I so love this book. Thank you. Um, I'm so proud of you. Aww. I thought it, I thought that you just really did such a great job on this, and I want everybody to read Who Rescued Who. Thank you. So that means you're going to come back and talk to us about the next book. I would love it. All right. Now, if people want to follow you on social media, how do they find you? Because it's changed. Yes. So um, Facebook is Victoria Shade Author, and it's S-C-H-A-D like dog E. Um, Instagram is Victoria underscore Shade, and Twitter is just at Victoria Shade. And there's fresh content on everything. I rarely repeat from platform to platform, so follow me on everything, please. Oh, thank you so much for coming in. This is wonderful, and I wish you so much success with this book. Thank you. I love spending time with you in the studio and at the brunch table. (laughs) Same here. (laughs) Another show in the books. Join us for the next episode of the Public Library Podcast, a place to check out books. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.